Jumpstart your healthy resolutions with reduced pricing on all my favorite supplements from Thorne. Right now, my entire curated selection of Thorne supplements is 20% off, including Thorne's cutting-edge brain support formula, Cinequel. I've added Cinequel to my personal daily regimen to fight off cognitive decline. Cinequel is rich in the best researched ingredients that help support brain function. Its active ingredients help maintain cellular energy production, encourage a healthy balance of inflammatory cytokines, kinds, provide energy to fuel the nerves, support neurotransmitter production, and protect against oxidative stress. It's available in two strengths, Cinequel for everyday maintenance and Cinequel Plus, which provides higher amounts of specific nutrients for shorter-term support after impact-related head injury. Just go to DeerHoffman.com Thorn for 20% off Cinequel, as well as my entire curated selection of Thorn products. That's DeerHoffman.com Thorn. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's a weekly program where we answer your questions, plus bring you news from the world of health. Intelligent medicine means the best of high-tech medicine, the best of natural therapies, putting those together for you each weekend is my job. 877-726-8255 gets you on the program with a question or comment, and we invite you to join us. Also, 877-726 is the destination for recorded questions. You can call anytime during the week and you can record a question. We got a bunch of good ones this week and we hope to work our way through them. We got so much to talk about and so little time, but you can start dialing 877-726-8255 and join the conversation. All right. We have lots to talk about uh, this week. Uh, this uh, is in the news. New York City Mayor, Mayor Eric Adams, has declared social media an environmental toxin. We'll examine that proposition momentarily. Also, uh, a unique study that suggests that Oreo cookies may be even more effective than statin drugs at lowering cholesterol. What's up with that? 877-726-8255. Lots of stories this week, but uh, I wasn't going to talk about this because uh, we're experiencing COVID fatigue. Nobody wants to hear about COVID. We'd like to go along with our lives, but uh, COVID is still around. And this morning I came across an article in today's New York Times which is by Daniel Ofri. She's a primary care doctor in New York. I interviewed her for her book, When Doctors Do Harm. And it's a guest essay entitled, My Patients Used to Be Gung-Ho About the COVID Vaccine, What Changed? And she cites uh, statistics from this month from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention that indicate that only 21.8% of adults 18 and older have received the latest COVID vaccine. And she's asking the question, what's going on here? Because it's kind of a mild mea culpa. What she's essentially saying in this guest essay is that uh, doctors have missed the boat. 
uh, we collectively haven't properly communicated to our patients the benefits of COVID boosters. And it comes off as kind of a gentler form of medical paternalism. The old-fashioned medical paternalism was, you got to do this. And the patient obediently uh, saluted and said, aye, aye, sir, and undertook whatever therapy was recommended. Uh, now, uh, what Ofri is saying is we should engage patients in constructive dialogue about the benefits of the vaccine. And I'll give you some uh, excerpts from the article. She says, quote, when I ask my patients if they have any concerns or questions about the COVID vaccine, hardly any do. Practically no one asks me about safety data or how effective it is at preventing viral transmission, hospitalization, and death. But she's saying that uh, a lot of patients are, are leery of taking the vaccine. She says, I can feel their own slight sense of surprise. There's no specific issue causing their discomfort about getting the updated COVID vaccine. It's as though they have a communal sense of the heebie-jeebies. And what essentially she's saying is, in more words than this, is that patients are kind of ignorant and superstitious and... They are very susceptible to misinformation. And she says that we need to engage with them. Uh, she also laments the fact that, uh, quote, their hesitation is all the more distressing because as New Yorkers, and she works at Bellevue Hospital here in New York, where I also trained, they had front row seats to the vicious first wave of the COVID-19 pandemic, losing family members and friends. And she says that many of these patients have taken the initial COVID shots, so the first two shots, but now they're leery of the boosters. And she can't quite understand why, because, well, they, I guess they just don't know the facts. So uh, she says... As time-consuming and exhausting as these conversations with patients can be, we have a communal duty to try and unmuddy the waters, all of us. I think what she means is all of us in the medical, uh, medical profession. If you've been hesitating on getting your updated COVID vaccination, you might want to put your heebie-jeebies front and center on the exam table at your next medical visit. It's due for a checkup. What is absent from this guest essay. And I'm very anxious to read some of the letters to the editor that this guest essay is going to prompt because I think there's going to be a backlash. Because in that article, there is scant admission of the problems associated with the booster. It's basically the booster uh, has been shown to be helpful. Uh, it's targeting the new variants. Uh, vaccines have saved lives in the past. So let's look at some of the facts that may be swaying virtually 80% of the adult population to forego the booster. Because there are facts. It's not just a vague sense of unease about the COVID vaccine, you know, something that is born of ignorance and superstition. Because big study just out from Austria suggests that boosters don't work in people who've had COVID. And the vast majority of us, virtually all of us, have had or have been exposed to COVID. I would say it's well above 90%. It just, it just 
went through the population like a size. It's the rare person who's never had COVID. The people who claim to never have had COVID, they may have acquired antibodies to COVID and had a subclinical infection. Maybe those couple of days where they felt a little tired or under the weather, a little sniffly, maybe that's when they had their COVID. So in this study from Austria, uh, what they have found is that uh, the... Uh, and I'm quoting, we did not observe a significant vaccine effect of a fourth vaccine dose for COVID-19 deaths during a time with already very low absolute risk for this outcome. Okay, so translation, uh, there's not a big difference in the severity of COVID or the likelihood to cause hospitalization or death in people who receive the fourth bivalent new upgraded COVID booster shot. And by the way, in this extensive study, no individual younger than 40 years vaccinated or unvaccinated with the booster died due to COVID-19. And they also quote a study from Qatar, a country where, you know, it's a Middle Eastern country, but an advanced country where virtually everyone received the initial vaccine and where COVID was prevalent. Similarly, data from Qatar suggests that natural immunity confers a very strong protection against severe COVID-19 with no evidence of waning immunity, a conclusion that's supported by systemic review and meta-analysis. And the authors conclude the lack of effectiveness of the fourth, fourth vaccination during 2023 in our study is, however, consistent with the notion of rapidly waning immunity by the second mainly bivalent booster. In other words, the, you may get a little of immunity, maybe for a few weeks, if at all. And finally, they say our findings do not apply to previously uninfected individuals. Okay, so if you've not been infected, you have a rare bird who's never had COVID, maybe, just maybe, the vaccine could provide some benefit. But the best defense against COVID is natural infection. Another big review by Peter McCullough, controversial guy, and colleagues in a journal called Curious, it's spelled C-U-R-E-U-S. It's a play on words like cure us as opposed to, but also it is intellectually curious. Many key trial findings were misreported or omitted entirely from published reports. What he's lamenting is the warp speed approval of the vaccine. And it was only after the emergency use authorization that the serious biological consequences of rushing the trials became evident with numerous cardiovascular, neurological, reproductive, hematological, malignant, and autoimmune serious adverse events identified and published in the peer-reviewed medical literature. The failure of regulatory authorities to disclose problems in the manufacture and storage of vaccines uh, also is a concern, according to this review. And it's noted here that multiple booster injections appear to cause immune dysfunction, paradoxically making it more likely to have serious COVID infections with successive doses. The conclusion is that for the vast majority of adults under the age of 50, the perceived benefits of the mRNA boosters are profoundly outweighed by their potential disabling and life-threatening harms. Given the well-documented serious adverse events and unacceptable harm to reward ratio, we urge governments to endorse and enforce a global moratorium on these modified mRNA products until questions 
pertaining to safety and efficacy are resolved. So, yep. Yeah, okay. So Daniel Ofrey says that, yeah, we need to talk to our patients. We need to convince them, get past their, their suspicion, their ignorance. But it's a highly patronizing view to say that that's all there is among the 80% of people who refuse vaccines. Many of them well-informed, many of them reading and understanding the summaries of studies that suggest that the boosters are kind of a bust and maybe a little bit more humility would serve this young physician well in her duty as a primary care doctor in New York and as an enthusiastic supporter of the boosters. 877-726-8255, our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. Jumpstart your healthy resolutions with reduced pricing on all my favorite supplements from Thorne. Right now, my entire curated selection of Thorne supplements is 20% off, including Thorne's cutting-edge brain support formula, Cinequel. I've added Cinequel to my personal daily regimen to fight off cognitive decline. Cinequel is rich in the best researched ingredients that help support brain function. Its active ingredients help maintain cellular energy production, encourage a healthy balance of inflammatory cytokines, provide energy to fuel the nerves, support neurotransmitter production, and protect against oxidative stress. It's available in two strengths, Cinequel for everyday maintenance and Cinequel Plus, which provides higher amounts of specific nutrients for shorter-term support after impact-related head injury. Just go to DearHoffman.com Thorn for 20% off Cinequel, as well as my entire curated selection of Thorn products. That's DearHoffman.com Thorn. I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system, which regulates many of our most critical bodily functions. The CBD brand I take and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation to their Reserve Collection, a sleep gummy. The new Reserve Collection is a specially curated blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids. Rich and bold, the Reserve Collection products are for when intense support is needed. Reserve Sleep Gummies build on their unique Reserve Collection formula with effective sleep-focused ingredients to better prepare you for bed each night. Wake up feeling refreshed, energized, and ready to take on the day with Reserve Sleep Gummies. All of Plus CBD's products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new Reserve Collection Sleep Gummies. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. Our number 877-726-8255. Gives you an opportunity to call anytime during the week, even when we're not on the air, and you can record a question like this individual. Let's hear it. I listened to your interview with Sally K. Norton and, and her description of oxalates and that many of the foods recommended were high in oxalates, like chocolate and blackberries and dairy products like cheeses. And I was wondering what you would suggest to substitute or, or just reduce the normal amount of intake of chocolates. For example, will you now eliminate chocolates or would you recommend that you continue to eat some chocolates but to a lesser degree? Okay, so uh, what's interesting about this question is that it's about one of the podcasts that I 
do during the week, in addition to the weekend program, and you know, I interview experts on various subjects. And what I try to do is I try to provide like a diverse perspective on many health issues. And there are many intriguing different perspectives. You know, some perspectives suggest that people should be on vegetarian diets and reduce uh, animal protein and saturated fat. Uh, others suggest we should do the opposite, go on a virtually a carnivore diet. Uh, and one of the perspectives is that it may be that all those so-called healthy fresh fruits and vegetables and other foods that we tend to put high in the food hierarchy, the so-called superfoods, uh, may have adverse effects. And I underline may. The book by Sally K. Norton is called Toxic Superfoods, How Oxalate Overload May Be Making You Sick. And interesting perspective, but it's not a perspective that I embrace universally. Suggests that people, you know, or across the board reduce their oxalate intake. It's had no impact on my intake of things like blackberries, which I love having, and cocoa, which I have lots of, uh, because I don't think I suffer any of the consequences of oxalate overload. But for some people who experience, you know, not just kidney stones, because kidney stones can obviously be linked to excess, excess oxalate, because kidney stones are often composed of calcium oxalate, and people should be on low oxalate diets. There are other conditions, such as chronic vaginitis, uh, vaginal pain, uh, conditions like uh, unexplained uh, bodily aches and pains and joint pain, uh, it might be worth a trial of a low oxalate diet. You know, what's it going to hurt to go for, you know, two or three months on a low oxalate diet and see if some of your symptoms improved? It may be even linked to certain brain effects. For some people, they may experience brain fog because of high levels of oxalates. But it's different strokes for different folks because we're, we all have our own biochemical individuality, and some people may be uniquely genetically predisposed to poor handling of dietary oxalates. And so I don't necessarily recommend that people go on low oxalate diets, but I have administered them to patients who have, say, unexplained uh, joint pain. And for some patients, they've uh, experienced relief. So uh, it's worth looking at that perspective but it's caused a lot of people unnecessary undue alarm about healthy foods in my opinion that otherwise uh, make little difference in terms of how they feel 877-726-8255 or number I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also 
gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you on a weekend. 877-726-8255, our number. And a reminder, you can shop hundreds of curated, vetted supplements in my full script dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. You can be sure of quality. You can be sure that they haven't been sitting on store shelves for months and even years. There's fast, free delivery. And we have a huge product selection, even some of the esoteric products we talk about here in intelligent medicine. The destination for that is drhoffmanstore.com. 877-726-8255 or number. And we have another recorded question. Let's hear that one. Is coffee and your added uh, supplement to it work for weight loss plus your secret ingredient to add to the coffee? Okay, well, that's an interesting question because um, coffee in and of itself may have some appetite suppressant effects and maybe some metabolic accelerating effects. According to some studies, it could be an adjunct to weight loss. Uh, I think the best study is looking at the effects of caffeine in a beverage, in a commonly consumed beverage associated with some weight loss, are done with green tea which uh, may contain caffeine. You can also get decaffeinated green tea uh, either in in tea bags or, you know, loose tea or even in concentrated supplements of EGCG that's caffeine-free. But uh, the synergy between EGCG and caffeine uh, may assist weight loss to some degree. Now, when it comes to coffee, I don't know. Maybe you misheard because I don't think I talked about some super secret uh, ingredient that I was hawking that you can add to your coffee and it's going to make you lose weight. I, and I'm kind of skeptical about supplements that are said to make you lose weight. I think the effect may be, you know, kind of low single digits for some of the supplements that purport to help people lose weight, like chromium, for example, uh, or some of the other things that are touted. And especially now with these uh, really, really effective weight loss drugs, uh, their effects are virtually negligible compared to the heavy-hitting effects of things like uh, Ozempic and uh, Munjaro and Zepbound. So uh, there is a, I, I did Google this question, you know, because I see these questions ahead of time. And I did uh, Google this question. Uh, is there something you can add to coffee that can help you lose weight? And according to some studies, adding protein to coffee may help you perhaps not lose weight, but, you know, avoid weight gain at the very least. And the reason for that is that uh, early morning consumption of protein tends to attenuate your craving for carbohydrates later in the day. It's a good way to start the day. But I'm not sure how great it's going to taste to add a bunch of protein powder to your coffee. I mean, you know, if you choose to, fine. Uh, I often have uh, protein powder uh, as a quick recovery drink after I exercise in the morning. Well, protein powder with a bunch of different ingredients in it. And, um, you know, maybe there's some synergy with the coffee 
but I'm not entirely sure that that's like a magic formula that's going to help you melt the pounds off. Sorry about that. 877-726-8255, our number. And big declaration by New York City's Mayor Eric Adams. He's declaring social media, quote, an environmental toxin. This is a little bit akin to declaring that CO2, uh, which is normally found in your body and in your lungs and in the atmosphere, an environmental toxin, which means that the federal government gets to regulate it. I'm not sure whether New York is going to do anything to regulate social media, but it's, I think, a laudable position to take. New York City Mayor Eric Adams is classifying social media as a quote, public health hazard and, quote, an environmental toxin, saying young people must be protected from, quote, harm online. Today, Dr. Ashwin Vassan, I guess he's the health commissioner, is officially designating social media as a public health hazard in New York City. Okay. The advisory states that data from 2021 showed that on weekdays, 77% of New York City high schoolers spent three or more hours per day in front of screens, not including homework. And so, uh, indeed, uh, that is a problem. And in fact, uh, here's an article uh, from last year, the end of last year, over four hours of smartphone use leads to serious health risks for teens. Studies from Seoul, South Korea, where they're nuts over social media, just like in the United States. The study found that adolescents with more than four hours of daily smartphone use exhibited higher rates of stress, suicidal thoughts, and substance use compared to those with less usage. And not surprisingly, they also had a significantly higher rate of obesity. So what does that mean? Does that mean there's going to be regulation of social media, that uh, social media will be outlawed for kids under a certain age. I think it uh, really relies on parental discretion. I don't think a lot of uh, parents are defaulting on their responsibilities to limit kids' exposure to social media. I know that in my family, uh, social look, it's inevitable. Kids are going to get on the phones. It's like crack digital crack they gravitate the phones they want to steal your you know ipads play around with them uh it is so enticing and so reinforcing but we got to put our foot down and make sure that our kids do not succumb to the allure of endless hours doom scrolling on social media with all its FOMO, fear of missing out, uh, the comparisons that kids do to the lives of others that distract them from important developmental tasks. 877-726-8255, our number. And here's an interesting item, uh, which is about CBD, cannabidiol, which we talk about here on Intelligent Medicine because we've got a sponsor uh, which is pluscbdoil.com. Cannabidiol, it turns out, according to a study, acts as a molecular switch in innate immune cells to promote the biosynthesis of inflammation-resolving lipid mediators. That's the title of this study, and it's a mouthful, but 
what it goes to is the notion that a lot of people take CBD because they want to chill out. They want, you know, to use it for its mild anti-anxiety properties. They want to use it to help sleep or perhaps they want to alleviate pain. They'll take CBD for aches and pains. They'll apply CBD, rub it into their joints when they're experiencing uh, mild uh, injuries and soreness. But it turns out that it may have a profound effect, an effect akin to fish oil. Uh, what they say here is that, uh, and I apologize for the technical language. Here in this study, we revealed that CBD can stimulate the production of specialized pro-resolving mediators, SPMs. Which, by the way, you can buy as supplements. It's one of the supplements that I take to relieve post-exercise aches and pains, inflammation. But at the same time, the CBD suppresses pro-inflammatory eicosanoid biosynthesis. So there are certain eicosanoids can go either way. They can be anti-inflammatory or they can be pro-inflammatory. So we want to enhance the good guys. We want to lower the bad guys. That's what omega-3 fatty acids generally do. That's what seed oils do to our detriment because they may enhance pro-inflammatory eicosanoids. All right. Uh, uh, this study showed that uh, as that uh, cannabinoid, cannabidiol CBD suppresses 5-lipoxygenase-mediated leukotriene production, which is the bad guy, and strongly induces SPM, which are, it's a nice name because it really, it says what they do. Specialized pro-resolving mediators. They're ubiquitous compounds within the body that help to tamp down uh, and regulate inflammation. So here's the heads up on CBD. As you know, obviously I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. And I found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep. It's a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand that I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation, Plus CBD Daily Balance THC-free. So if you're concerned about the potential to get THC into your system, it's the unwanted metabolite that is present in pot. Perhaps you're sensitive to THC, and even though there's tiny amounts, you don't want any of it. Daily Balance provides the benefits of CBD without the concern of other cannabinoids like THC causing unwanted effects. Daily Balance contains the purest form of hemp-derived CBD in high concentrations to help you overcome intense challenges to mental and physical well-being. And it now comes in a 100 milligram option that is highly potent for those who need high levels of CBD each day to achieve their wellness goals. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more, to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for this special offer to get Plus CBD's new Daily Balance THC-free line and all their other great products. 877-726-8255, our number. If you're suffering from high blood pressure... Consider perhaps a low-sodium diet. But it turns out that the effects of being in rush hour traffic may spike blood pressure as much as a high-sodium diet. So 
consider if you are suffering from high blood pressure, borderline blood pressure. Uh, and this is what I do because I have the luxury of having flexible work hours. And so I don't have to hit the road at 7 a.m. to get to a job at 9 with a long, aggravating commute. In fact, I live very close to where I work. It's a nice one-mile walk, which is beneficial instead of detrimental. But if you're if you have the flexibility to commute at times when traffic is minimal, do yourself a favor because it may have a beneficial effect on your blood pressure. Uh, scientists at the University of Washington report that unfiltered air from rush hour traffic appears to significantly increase passengers' blood pressure. So it's not just the aggravation of driving. It's actually what you're breathing in that may be as toxic in terms of spiking your blood pressure as a high-sodium diet. That effect occurs both while in the car and for up to 24 hours later. So uh, don't inhale those fumes. Um, you know, consider having a car with a better filter. But the filter only filters up part of the pollution that occurs on the road. And um, that can have a detrimental effect on your arteries. 877-726-8255, or number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. If you're a big sports fan like me, sometimes the best part about watching a football game are the pre- and post-game shows. Well, it's the same for probiotics. The most important part of probiotics are the prebiotics and postbiotics that come along. Not all probiotics have this superior combination. That's why I only buy Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. You see, prebiotics feed the probiotic colonies in your intestines, and postbiotics are the organic nutrients produced by Dr. O'Hara's three-year fermentation process that become the foundation for long-term colonization of the good bacteria in your body. This is so important. No other probiotic formula has this. As I get older, I want to protect my health the best I can and use only the best supplements that are available. So score a touchdown for your health. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers and online. Don't accept a substitute. Wakanaga of America, makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, knows that most of us are having to stretch every dollar a little further these days. But that doesn't mean you should have to choose between saving money and your family's health. It's important, as well as cost-effective, to choose safe and multifunctional nutritional supplements. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been a superior cardiovascular supplement for over 50 years, backed by over 900 published scientific papers. Aged Garlic Extract has been shown to provide many cardiovascular benefits, including lowering blood pressure and improving arterial stiffness, and strong immune support. Kyolic Formula 103 includes vitamin C, mushrooms, and astragalus for immune and heart health, and Kyolic Formula 152 with omega-3s and vitamins D3, K2, E, and B6 for heart, bone, and immune health. Two excellent options that provide multiple health benefits for your family's health. Look for Kyolic at your local natural health store and online. Back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you on a weekend, 877-726-8255. And that number affords the opportunity to record a question, and let's hear one of those. 
Could you please discuss the annoying Alzheimer ads and how they eliminate? Do not mention that a common cause is multiple medications and a deficiency of vitamin B12. I've read about people who take multiple drugs and all the side effects and the interference and how once they're taken off the drugs or given a B12 shot, how much better they become so that people aren't unnecessarily labeled as being feeble-minded. Okay. Well, that's a really interesting question because there's a lot about, you know, Alzheimer's awareness. And some of it, unfortunately, is underwritten uh, either covertly or, or overtly as part of so-called patient awareness campaigns that are underwritten by drug companies because we now have pricey Alzheimer's drugs available. And these drugs have been shown in some studies to slow the progression of the deposition of amyloid plaque. But there's a lot of criticism of these drugs and their approval has been controversial because they're super expensive. They cause serious side effects. They require monitoring with uh, frequent MRIs to see if they're going to cause brain bleeds or if they're going to cause hydrocephalus, which is an accumulation of fluid pressure on the brain, which can be life threatening. And so uh, are they really worth it? And you know, there's actually really some pushback on that proposition. So uh, as you mentioned, there are preventable causes of cognitive decline, uh, among which are many of the medications that we dish out to people, uh, anti-anxiety meds, uh, the so-called benzodiazepines, Valium-like drugs, but with other names like uh, Xanax uh, and Ativan. Uh, and clonopin. Uh, these drugs, if chronically used over years, can cause cognitive decline. There's also the sleep meds that people take. They may cause confusion and cognitive decline. Uh, and then there are cholinergic drugs, drugs that reduce frequency of urination, for example, uh, and even certain antihistamine drugs, not the non-sedating kind, but the sedating kind that they sometimes deliberately put into uh, over-the-counter cold medicines, the so-called PM medications that are okay to take at nighttime because they're going to make you drowsy, uh, and also the medications that are sometimes used over-the-counter for sleep. They contain antihistamines, which have cholinergic effects, which have been shown over time to rob people of their thinking power. And as you mentioned, uh, low B12 is a frequent culprit. And our standards for addressing low B12, in my opinion, are much too stringent. Somebody has to have a B12 below 180 or below 200. And I see patients who benefit from B12 supplementation when their B12 is 3 or 400 or even 500. And they're drugs that deplete B12, frequently used drug, metformin, not a bad drug for diabetes, metabolic syndrome, but it interferes with B12. And so people who take metformin should be warned that they should have their B12 tested and perhaps preventively, preemptively take a B12 supplement. So, yes, uh, you're right. And there are preventable contributors to Alzheimer's. In some people, uh, they experience cognitive decline from high-dose statins. And what's the reason of taking an 85-year-old who's becoming demented and making sure that we reduce their cardiovascular risk when the drug is causing them a problem? And just avoidance of that medication can brighten up 
their intellectual faculties. That can make a big difference if you pay attention and deprescribe the medications that are causing the problem. All right. Uh, this item is kind of interesting because you often see these best hospital rankings, and it's put out by an outfit called U.S. News and World Report. And I'll wager that most of you don't read a publication called U.S. News and World Report. It's kind of a 20th century thing. It used to be a periodical uh, that has been in decline, but the brand has persisted, and they give out rankings. But it's a pay-to-play thing, according to a recent report from the New York Times. Um, they acknowledge that hospitals purchase the badge from U.S. News uh, at astronomical prices. Uh, Children's Mercy Hospital, Kansas City, Kansas City Missouri, paid $42,000 for a one-year license to use the U.S. News logo. So in a pay-to-play system, uh, how can we be sure that a best hospital's ranking actually reflects the true quality of the hospital that we are considering attending. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine.